As the founder of the hugely popular blog Zen Habits, Leo Babort has built a reputation for seeking simplicity in work and in life. So it might be surprising to hear that he often looks to the tech world for inspiration. After looking into the agile software development process, Leo realised he didn't need to hide his creative work from the world until it was completely finished. Watching tech companies release software while it was still in development and then constantly updating it live, Leo decided to apply the same strategy to his writing. My name is Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favorite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favorite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Leo Berborta and this chat starts with me asking Leo about his iterative approach to writing. I'm not saying I'm the only one in the world, but I, I did um, draw inspiration when I started learning more than a decade ago about um, the like agile software development. And I think I might be one of the f- few people who started doing this at the time, and maybe now there's more. But um, it's really interesting because when I was reading about software development, you know, there's the old model, uh, Microsoft's model when they were developing, you know, in the 90s, developing the next version of Windows. They would spend a couple of years working on the software in kind of isolation, and then they would put it out into the world, fully developed, launched, and then people would try it. And, you know, inevitably, a bunch of people would be like, this sucks. This isn't what I needed. Like, they'd get all this backlash because it wasn't what people really needed in the world. And so people developing software came up with an idea of what if we put something out immediately to test out, get feedback on, and then use that information to develop live as we continue to develop, we're continually putting it out there, getting feedback and getting that cycle of uh, putting it out and getting feedback and learning. And I love that model. And I was like, how could I use that in my own life? So I started applying it to everything that I was doing from meditation to learning to productivity. And then I was like, oh, what if I used it for writing? So um, what I would do is I would test out ideas. Blog posts would actually be the first iteration. So I'd be like, okay, I want to write about, you know, at one point it was like haiku productivity, like really um, constraining myself to, to be more effective, um, like haiku writers do. And so I, um, I wrote a blog post about it and it like resonated with people. So by putting something that was really easy for me to write out into the world, I could see if there was any kind of reson- resonance with it, or if people had some, you know, um, you know, f- feedback that was negative, or maybe they just didn't care about it. So blog posts were f- ways for me to test that out. And then I would take their feedback and then I would develop something even more from that. So maybe a series of posts, maybe it was a mini um, ebook that I would give to, um, you know, a couple dozen people. Um, And then I would develop a book from that. And then I uh, came up with the idea of developing the book live with people. And so um, what I did was I would get a group of people, uh, maybe 20 people, and they would sign up as my like beta testers for my book. And so I would write uh, stuff for them. 
and then let them test it out in their lives and actually put into action. So they had some action steps to take after reading it. And then they would tell me like how it went. They would give me the feedback and I would take that information and use it to write the next chapter and the next chapter. And then I would take all the information as they were going through it to um, write the next version of all of those chapters. And so the book was constantly evolving as people were giving me feedback, as they were like, oh, this is something that was amazing that I really loved. Or like I would hear nothing about it and maybe that was a sign. And I would ask them questions. I would have them fill out form like surveys and, and things like that. And I would also have some real world results that I could speak to when I actually put the book out in, into a larger group um, and say, hey, these 20 people used this book and they got these results. And so that might enroll people to like, okay, I want to try this out and, and really get going um, and really put themselves into it because they've seen that there are proven results. Or if I was getting some feedback that people didn't really care or didn't, weren't really into it, I would drop the whole book project once in a while. So this way, when the book finally came out, a lot of writers will write a book in isolation for a year or two, and then they put it out and they're like, oh, I hope people actually like this. I already knew if people would want to read this and would actually put into action and if where the stumbling blocks were and what, what they actually resonated with, because I've been testing it as I wrote. Um, and one of the coolest experiments that I um, did just to finish this part out is um, I would write live in public. So I would, you know, one day I decided to write a really short ebook and I put a Google doc with the title of the ebook. And then I shared that doc publicly on Twitter. And I said, come watch me write this book and give me comments as I write it. So I let people give me comments as I was writing the chapters. It was like I was writing in public live on stage or something like that. They couldn't see me personally, but they could see the writing. And that was one of the most fun, like juiciest, most exciting writing experiments I'd ever done because it was like uh, people were commenting live, like, this is so cool. Or what about this, Leo? And so it was like a really collaborative uh, live thing where I had to be really present in my writing and I couldn't just abandon it and come back a month later because people were there watching so I actually wrote that book in like days and it was the most fun I'd ever have. And I'd done several versions of that since then. If you enjoyed this extract from my chat with Leo, you might want to go back and listen to the full interview and you can find a link to that in the show notes. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me by listening to How I Work. If you're keen for more tips on how to work better, connect with me via LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Just search for Amantha Imba. How I Work was recorded on the traditional land of the Wurundjeri people, part of the Kulin Nation. I am so grateful for being able to work and live on this beautiful land, and I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba who did the audio mix and makes everything sound better than it would have otherwise.